Everyone, welcome <laughs> back to Off the Beards, and this is your host Rodney, aka Greenbird by Type Five. And as always, always have our awesome co-host Santino, also known as Velis in Terminal. Howdy, folks! <laughs> <laughs> God, this one was one of the most anticipated, <laughs> wanting to record themed videos ever like dude i am so fucking excited to totally be doing this like i like this idea of a western theme has just been in our heads for the longest fucking time oh i think like i think like it's been about over two months that we kept on talking about it and we just never did it this was honestly one of the first themed episodes we thought up and yeah, we've just kind of been sitting on it for whatever reason. But Exactly. Uh, it's yeah. been sitting on the back burner and everything, you know. Oh my God. Like, I know that this is going to be silly to some of you guys, but you guys are going to be living for it because oh, for we sure. are going to be talking about products that are pretty much like more geared to, we're talking about predominantly beer care, not necessarily skin care and everything, but um, this is going to be more aimed towards like some of the products that have that more western theme like the way how it's sold and presented things that are more on that quote-unquote rugged side but not necessarily like hella urban does that make sense oh absolutely yeah and and and, you know i think for me because i I have a couple products here that i do want to talk about and there's some great western theme brands that you know i can go on and on about but for me it's like there are certain products that are just western they they evoke the the image of the old west cowboys and shit like that you know cooking over a a campfire out in the desert or something and those are the (laughs) scents that you know i really uh that I really kind of gravitate towards when I think Western, just because I don't know, man, you reach a certain age and uh, uh, you can't necessarily do the whole cowboy thing anymore. You know, when when you're younger, like, you know, like a young dude in like his twenties or whatever, it's kind of cool. Or when you're younger than that, it's like funny, cute, whatever, when kids do it. But like, you know, dudes in their thirties and forties, when they start uh, running around talking about their cowboys, it's like, Settle down. Like, got to be living so, at least in Texas <laughs> yeah, or something exactly, to really exactly. be embracing all of yeah. that. <laughs> Unless you do, in fact, play for the Dallas Cowboys, you cannot call yourself a cowboy. Um, but, you know, beyond that, it, it, you can still, there are still subtle ways of, you know, going about Western theme. And, and scent is a huge part of that, really. Awesome. So this is also another huge deal about this episode, you guys. So we have a special guest from another podcast called Jarred in the Mess. And Dalton is one of the main characters in that podcast. Like, I I guess I'm saying character because um, it's a gaming RPG um, podcast. I like I've never heard of anyone doing that until oh, I yes. stumbled upon that podcast um, itself. So without further ado, let's welcome everyone, Dalton from Jarden the Mess. Let's all give him a warm welcome. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Dude, you are our very first guest here on Offbeat Beards. 
So nice. we are super excited to have you on board. So did you have any questions before we start barreling you with a bunch of our questions? Um, I mean, I have a couple questions, but we could just let it kind of ease in. I mean, okay. unless you want me to ask them now, but more oh, yeah. probably pop up while we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's totally for sure. I'm going to let Santino take um take the lead right now because i i feel like i've just been like talking most oh, of no. the time this, no worries <laughs> are we just intro. jumping right into products um i guess so i mean like we can talk about some of the stuff that has happened um i recently just cut my hair y- yesterday for the very first time in a long time but i did it myself and it looked good until i tried doing a fade <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah no I, believe me i've been there so i'm gonna show you guys w- how awful the lateral sides of my hair looks like it's so awful okay so i'm messing that shit up and then it just oh even more awful on this side uh, well you know the thing is oh. though it it does grow back <laughs> so that's right? that's what you just gotta tell yourself it's like hey you, you you have to experiment from time to time. And I mean, push comes to shove. You just get that uh, number one or the, the no guard out and just. Dude, that's what I'm going to do right after I'm done with you. Um, done with you guys. I am going to go back and just clip it all the way down to the one or whatever it was <laughs> that I was using. It was, I was using a, I was using a two, but then like I was trying to, do the fade on myself and I was like I was like oh this is not this is not looking good at all but I will say that this that this um razor that I brought that I bought from wall this Mm -hmm. is the magic clip and this one is their pro a professional one and this one's made in the U.S. so it's not made in like Mexico or Asia or whatever so I have no idea if wall normally has their stuff made in um the u.s but i would assume no because some of the price ranges where they start off at this one was really expensive that's that's a good question because i have two i have like their detailer which that one's kind of pricey but then i just have like a cheap like clipper that i use on my head that i think i paid maybe 20 bucks for i'm gonna check and see where that's made because i bet it probably isn't made in the u.s oh yeah this one is um (laughs) <laughs> I just like fucking dropped this. This one almost broke. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says designed and engineered in the U.S. Okay. And then every when I was using it yesterday, um, everything said U.S. on it. Mm-hmm. So each okay. like clipper, each metal thing said U.S. on it and whatever. Um, I did my husband's hair yesterday and his looks fine. But when I was trying to do mine, that's just when everything just went down. <laughs> it went down the, it's it hard to do down. your own stuff, like trimming my beard and everything. I I want to start doing it also obviously because of COVID and oh, to yeah. save money. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a little hard because I'm like just kind of going weird directions. And Well, the thing I've noticed with that is like, especially doing like lineups or even just kind of trying to keep things as even as possible. Like, one side you can always get perfect like i think it's just whatever side your dominant hands on then the Mm. other side like you really have to like just slow down and concentrate there's no way that you can get it like as nice i don't know why (laughs) yeah it's it's hard you know dalton so how have you been 
how have you been doing during this whole pandemic? Because I, because I know that I, I've known you forever. Like I've known you for 20 plus years and, oh, wow. um, and you have a pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. So how does that affect you in terms of like your daily life? And also how does it affect, like, I guess, like your grooming needs in a sense? Um, I mean, it hasn't affected me too much. I mean, I've lost, I work in a restaurant, so I've lost, you know, a couple jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but as far as like my health, it hasn't really affected. I haven't been too worried about it. I did mm-hmm. have two surgeries. Uh, one was right before like everything started. It was in January. Yeah, I saw um, that. And then the other one was end of De- or mid-December, but both mm-hmm. went really well. So, I mean, they haven't really affected me and I haven't been worried about it. Mm-hmm. So. And you don't really go out, do you? I go to or the store. You? I mean, I don't go out you know, drinking or anything or mm-hmm. you know, doing the most like my little brother. Yeah. We're huge introverts. So I mean, we, before pandemic, we stayed home and just chilled anyways. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's what's like up. Huge change. Uh, and as far as grooming, I mean, I haven't been going to the barber. I've been growing out my hair for like a year. I so know. It's pretty long. It is long. That um, is long. So that is longer than my hair. When I grew it, down the hair your hair is like like yours is starting to have more of that wave and everything I, at the bottom yeah it's waving a little bit but it's totally waving so i remember that you were asking me um in some dms on ig about how you should maintain your beard and santina would be the best one to talk about that with because he has beard straighteners and you started talking about a beard straightener. So how has a beard straightener been working with you? What kind of beard straightener are you using? Because um, there's like quite a few different types. So there's we like an off, old school one. And then there's like the one with the actual steam. Yeah. So we bought off uh, Amazon. It's called Arcam, I think. And it's, mm-hmm. um, it's just like a heat brush. And so, you know, just like, a, I guess like a, a straightener, but just a brush, obviously. Um, yeah. I've only used it once so far, but it works really well. It's straightened everything. I have this weird, like, wavy curve that happens right here. Yeah. And so I'm trying to tame that. And so the heat brush really worked. Um, and what are you using afterwards to keep it? Like, it's shape. Uh, nothing really. I have oils and balms, but I hardly ever use them. Okay. Unless I'm going out or something, then I'll put on. But I don't ever go out, so... <laughs> But um, whatchamacallit, Santino, just his dog started barking, which means male just came. (laughs) I'm going to put my hat back on because like this whole hair thing is so unattractive. Okay. (laughs) Where did we leave off? You Uh, were saying that you were. Yeah, I trying to tame this. And then you asked if I use anything afterwards. Uh, Mm -hmm. But no, like I said, I have bombs and um, I have oil from. Uh, grave before shave and I also just bought their shampoo and conditioner that I'm mm. pretty stoked about um, that's a bef- really good conditioner actually yeah um, I it's definitely feeling a bit softer and, yeah um, and just more healthier but before I wasn't really using anything my wife bought me some stuff that uh, smelled pretty good and it was decent from um, uh, Sally's I think and then um, but yeah then I decided I want to try to get something a shampoo and a conditioner separate, you know, because I think sure. it's healthier and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So what about that brand interested you? Because I'm trying to remember what that brand was just called that you just said, so I can look it up at the moment. <laughs> uh, a grave before shave. 
three before save. Um, I don't know. I, oh, I wow. think I saw them like on Instagram or something. And then um, I tried their balm and it smelled pretty good and it worked decently. And nice. then, um, yeah, I just figured they have pretty good reviews and they have yeah. a lot of following. Yeah they, yeah, they advertise heavy, but they do a good product. They do. And it's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. So if you're kind of new to beard care or something like that, and you're not quite sure, you know, what your own personal preferences are, that's a really great company to start out with. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they use really, you know, good quality ingredients, but there's nothing too, too specialized in there, which some people, I know, like, Rodney was saying he's uh, he has skin issues with like tapioca, which that's one of the Western brands we'll talk about later. They use a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, like certain brands that have like aloe and things like that, um, I'll, I'll stay away from those. So, you know, it mm -hmm. is good to just have that kind of like straightforward. Um, it's it's only stuff that your beard needs, but they use really good quality ingredients. And then, like I said, that conditioner, it's honestly one of the best conditioners you're going to buy. And it's like really reasonable too for the price. Right. I think I have seen them in Target maybe. I swear I to God, like I feel like I may have seen it unless it's, unless like I just follow so many beard people, I feel like I'm looking at something from Target <laughs> or whatever. Does that make I don't sense? Think, I don't think they're in Target. I don't, um, yeah, I don't think I've seen it because uh, we were religiously shop at Target. Um, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think I've seen them. I swear to God, like, I Sorry, feel I keep, like uh, I saw them there and whatnot. But the, but this goes back to what we have talked about, about um, product always using the same element to sell themselves as, um, as in like, oh, you have to be like ultra rugged. Oh, you have to be into skulls, tattoos and all of that to have a beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I don't know if it's like, some sort of slight similarity of some sort because i know that each target doesn't actually necessarily have the same thing as other targets like if you go to the target in sf versus the one in let's just say in marin county the marin the the the, the target in novato in particular will sell everything from bevel but the one in san francisco doesn't does that make sense yeah. They're always like doing the most and whatnot. <laughs> Your is little this, quick is this okay? Because my wife wants to like shower and everything. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just like using like the little green screen background to blur yeah, out yeah. the background, you guys. <laughs> just in case of wondering. That's hella funny. Uh but, quick side um, little thing. Do you guys post this on uh YouTube and stuff? Um, we are slowly getting around to doing that, but if what the way how we're going to be doing that is not necessarily showing the video at that, at this point, because right. we just want to sample, we want to yeah. do a sample of it. And then we would just encourage people to, um, go to whatever platform that they're wanting to like listen to itunes spotify a b and c all the above you know what i mean yeah, because, yeah. like because if we start doing youtube and everything is it really a podcast right so that's like one of the that's like one of the main things because like I'm i just recently like had someone ask me to join to check out their podcast but they were gonna but they've only done it as a live stream on facebook and i was like that's not a podcast no. and then i said I said, so where's your hosting platform? Like, are you on iTunes? And they said, no, we're going to start doing YouTube. 
I mean, like, okay, so basically you're more of a live stream. You're not a podcast. Right. So don't get it twisted, everyone. Whoever's <laughs> out there trying to do that. But where do you go? Like, so would you still argue that, and we're kind of getting away from beards, I guess, but would you still oh, no. argue that audio only on YouTube could be? Oh, yeah. audio people Because I know there's audio. a lot of people that only use YouTube for audio. Oh, yeah. People do that all the time. And the direction where you, who is it? Um, fucking Google. The way how Google's doing everything. Um, by the way, um, Dalton, we yeah. are called Offbeat Beards for a reason. It does not <laughs> matter what the hell you want to talk about. That's why we're called Offbeat. <laughs> it's kind of like ours. Yes. So, like, I'm, like, not really quite certain. Well, I know why Google decided to um, cut out some of the platforms that they were using, who was it? Um, they were using Google Podcasts. So Google Podcasts and um, what's that What's that thing that you guys use? Because you guys have Android. Um, what is that? Uh, the Play Store for music. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that I is- They got being, rid of that though. Yeah. Yes, um, they got rid of that it's and it's really now annoying. completely YouTube. So it's yeah. turned into YouTube music. So in YouTube, Audible, whatever. So- you doing that with YouTube, I mean, like, if you want to put your podcast on YouTube, I wouldn't suggest to play the whole thing, to yeah. be honest. Because if you play the whole thing, people are going to want to watch you visually, probably, or they don't want to watch you visually. It's because, like, I don't know. Like, I haven't delved too much into that. But some of, like, the A-listers who are out there, they only play previews. Right. For like up to an X amount of time and they're, they're sitting there side by side or whatever it is and everything. But um, it's not like, it's not like Howard Stern. I would rather sit there and watch Howard Stern because they, because he constantly has like all these A-listers coming in that people actually do want to pay attention to and whatever, even though that YouTubers is like the new A-lister thing. Like I don't really necessarily really want to see who they're talking to unless I am like really interested in seeing what this person actually looks like and the way how they're dressed and all the above, especially if they, if they are sitting there like promoting and having the person actually interviewed in person, in person. Right. So I, I don't know. It, I guess it's like your own take on it. Yeah. And all. um, if you, uh, I guess like a pro tip to everyone out there who is wanting to do something like that. If you are going to just sit there and want to have um, your YouTube being played visually, visually with you there, I think I would highly suggest that you would end up investing into more pro lighting at that point and yeah. invest into a higher quality camera. But if you notice that a lot of these um, people, they will get all the feed, okay? They will get all the feed and they will predominantly use their UHD Canon camera, Nikon, or whatever, and then they will use the audio that was used from there versus like what we are recording on. If right. you've ever noticed that, yeah, that's what yeah. they tend to do most of the time. I hope that yeah, explains. I mean, <laughs> I don't no, totally. Really long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, do you watch Joe Rogan? Uh, I mean, because he, Joe, you don't know Joe Rogan. Um, well, you know me, I'm not Montantino. Like, I know you know. Oh Durango. no, I, I do, I do. <laughs> it, it depends on it depends on who his guests are because sometimes it's just like yeah. I can't. But yeah, like, no, he's and, and I mean, if we're talking about like production quality or whatever, I mean, he's 
pretty much, you know, best of the best right there. How do you spell uh, Joe Rogan? J-O-E? Or- yeah. Um, I wouldn't say he's like Howard Stern, but as far as like having guests on there, because he, he, he's a podcast, but he also um, does video and on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I can't tell but- what, who or what he is. I'm, I'm was, looking at the Instagram. The Instagram usually says a lot more. <laughs> he was originally a um, a UFC fighter, I think, huh. and then went like. Well, he did like acting and stuff too, so he was just kind of like an all around. Yeah, he's also a comedian. Like, yeah, but I don't know if wow. he's that funny. <laughs> I like you him, know, but as a comedian, I can't get on board with him. Some of his stuff, like he's very, very hit or miss. Like some of his stuff is just like hilarious, and then like yeah. some of it's like, okay, are, are we done yet? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one of the things that I would like our listeners to know about Dalton is how did you get into podcasting? Because I, um, I am seeing that you're wearing and promoting your Jardin the Mess shirt. Jardin the Mess. So, it might be backwards, everybody. Oh, no, it's not backwards. Um, okay. <laughs> on, my, on my screen, I have my self view and it was backwards. Oh, no. Um, but I don't know. So uh, my other co-hosts are uh, Randall and Bert, um, also you know, people that we've known for a very long time, obviously you, because Randall's your brother. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't know. One day Bert had suggested that maybe we start like a, a, a tabletop RPG kind of thing and we can record it and throw in it as a podcast hmm. um, and never really follow uh, up. But Randall and Bert and I would always jump on Skype once in a while and just kind of chit chat because Bert's in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Randall and I don't see each other very much because um, I'm boring and I don't go out. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah so we just jumped on and then one day we're like hey why don't we finally get this little rpg going and then just you know jump on skype or whatever and chat and start a podcast so that just kind of happened nice so why did you guys choose an rpg exactly um i think it's just something we wanted to do mm-hmm. um and it just sounded really fun because i haven't really done anything like that before and Bert wow. does it a lot and He's um, Bert's a major nerd. Everyone, just in case of wonder. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like the biggest Star Wars fan ever, yeah. and everything. <laughs> like he, if he kept anything, which I would assume that he did, if he has kept any of those models and actually never opened them, <laughs> probably be worth so much fucking money. I know yeah, that he has a lot of stuff that has never been opened, but some of the stuff I'm just like, dude, you better hold on to that like another five, ten more years more because. Disney is taking over everything in terms of Star Wars. I mean, it's not like a lot, but I legit, because you know, I've got my weird Baby Yoda obsession. I don't even know where it comes (laughs) from. But there was a a GameStop exclusive Baby Yoda pop that like I missed out on at GameStop. So like you had to go on StockX like the next day already. It was like $40. So you figure, you know, stretch that out over time. That thing's going to be worth like a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And especially because I think Star Wars is blowing up in such a weird way. Yeah, yeah. The mainstream way. Like, a very, very mainstream way. It was, like, such an indie thing. In a sense, it was. It really Um, was. Like, growing up, I loved Star Wars, but I was never, like, you know, on that next level of... Obsessive um, fan. Yeah, you know. I think it's, like, like, the the magic of Disney. I think that's, like, the magic of Disney. Because it was, I mean, its own thing. Like, I remember... Uh, you know, of course, everybody got into the movies as kids because we just had the original trilogy. And then it's like, oh, damn, they got like books and stuff like that, whatever. So there was like other media you could consume, but it wasn't like this like 
all-encompassing thing. They've just like made it its own world now, where it's like right. They really did. Seven Star Wars. I know. Really did. They really, really, really did. Um, You know, your guys' podcast. What is it exactly about? Um, so it's kind of like yours, how you said offbeat beards. Um, <laughs> we call it Jard in the Mess, uh, J-A-R, and that stands for um, our initials for our last name. Oh, and then Jard in the Mess, basically because it's a mess and we talk about whatever, you know, and it's, we're all over the place. Um, wow, I did not know <laughs> the history of the name. That makes no sense. Freaking... We're, yeah, we're... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Je- um, Bert Jennings. Abshire and then Rupert. That's like hella random. I never knew yeah. that. I never, <laughs> we, I never we knew that. We think about names and everything. And then um, Bert came up with the jar or like Jarden. And then we just started like throwing around stuff. And, and then one day he just like introduced us as Jarden the mess. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Nice. You know with the zombie RPG that you guys do? It's a zombie RPG, you guys. Um I know that you guys are on technically like I do I know that you guys go by episodes, but would you say mm-hmm. this is like chapter in a sense, like the chapters or just episodes for I would your podcast? Say this would be like a chapter, like a season three or four. Wow. Because we've we've like it's a zombie RPG. Um so just think of, I don't want to say Dungeons and Dragons because it's not really, but it's oh, it's totally in a not. sense. <laughs> but it's, it's, but, but it's you like know, the like, most easiest thing to describe anything to right, anyone. Right, you know, for most RPG people is. don't. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but sure, I lost track. But uh, yeah, so we're doing zombies or whatever. Um, and then we started out surviving. And then all of a yeah, sudden, I was we, shocked. <laughs> we went to like trying to find Keanu Reeves on some random little quest. Um, <laughs> and then it's turned out, now we're like, working for some donut place trying to convert other donut shops to their donut shop and <laughs> it's it sounds really weird but it's it's pretty funny we try to make it we try to make it funny as we can you know um you know that you guys are on episode 44 or 45 uh we're on episode 54 Oh, oh and, wow. I'm so sorry. Like 54 is I literally just listened to it the other day. I was really surprised. I was like, ooh, you guys just literally just got slaughtered in this game. So we almost did a couple times. Yeah, the, like it was really interesting. I was really surprised as I was listening just to like catch up. I did take a break from a bunch of podcasts and social media for a while because like, you know, everything was just starting to, I just felt like everything was just like amplifying the way how I was thinking and it's just just not healthy. So now I'm back on track listening to everything all over again, Um, but I'm not going back in terms of social media for like the drama channels felt like it's just too negative, even if they're trying to be positive. It's It's just like quiet yelling in your face. Yeah, it's like, exactly. That was like the best way how to describe it. Like literally, it totally is. So um, I know that we have like a theme going on here. So what would you guys categorize the brand that Dalton just described and told us that he bought recently? What would you describe that brand as? Aside from pretty much a lot of skulls and a lot of zombie-esque looking characters. Which is kind of why I like them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and I think the thing is, like, they've been at it for, I want to say close to 10 years now. I wow. know that's, like, one of the first, like, just straight-up specialty beard care lines that I 
really even knew about. Um, you know, I, there were, of course, others before them, but they were kind of one of the first. So um, I think a lot of like the, the like skull aesthetic and everything actually can kind of trace itself back to them in beard care. I mean, obviously, hmm. you know, it's been a look uh, for a lot longer, but they were kind of the first ones that I remember with that on their packaging. So I do think a lot of companies are, um, you know, basically kind of trying to uh, ride off those coattails for lack of a better term. Would you consider them more rugged? What's going on? It's always kind of struck me as kind of like bikerish or something. Yeah. More of the yeah. biker side. Yeah. More of the biker side. And what would you consider more kind of rugged and cowboy themed, Santino? Because this is this is like uh, definitely more your alley. Yeah, no, uh, for you sure. Have been in the beard game way longer than either one of us right here. Now, if you're looking for just like straight up Western theme, um, I think Whiskey and Hardtech, they have one of the like best overall like brand looks. Whiskey and it is that tech. kind of like, uh, it's kind of almost like um, like Tombstone or something like that. Like a little mm -hmm. bit more uh, graduated like Western city at like the turn of the century or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but there are other like just straight up cowboy brands like Dodge City's another one that it's not my style, but it's got kind of a cool look if you're into that thing. Very, very like Western, very in your face with their cowboyness. Now, if you want something a little more subtle, and this is actually one of the brands that I brought out to talk about today, and we've actually talked about it on this podcast before, but um, the bearded bastard, like me, I think it's so you guys can see like the label oh, is actually like made of like etched wood that's cool. and yeah. it's i don't think that's the look they're going for per se but it does always kind of strike me as kind of old westerny whatever because it does have that kind of aged look to it mm -hmm. um and their scents are definitely uh pretty western as far as i'm concerned so i guess it really depends on you know if we're talking about just like look here packaging what it is you're looking for um because yeah i mean there's there's no shortage of western brands out there but some of them can border on the ridiculous while others are a little <laughs> bit more subtle with it so. there's like quite a few brands that i can think of that are borderline like this flat this like flat out ridiculous and whatnot i'm gonna censor the name and whatnot but what do you think about M***ing beard co <laughs> in terms <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i know I, I haven't tried their products so they may be very good products but yeah the, the packaging just kind of keeps me away right there it's a little it's a little too corny a little you, trying too hard yeah do you really think that they because uh, i haven't paid attention to any of their live streams because like their live streams are just so um the owner that morbidly obese owner he just bothers me i can't watch him oh i, I cannot watch oh him. you're not talking about you're talking about yeah they do a good product i will say that um i can't i can't handle their live streams or anything like that either. yeah um they do a good product and you know they were kind of caught up in their own bullshit whatever apparently they were like ripping off people's artwork for their labels but they say they weren't yeah, their and... labels look all over the place yeah. i'm looking on their website and it's just like <laughs> it seems like there's no theme no yes, no it's it's yeah. not consistent it's yeah. not a consistent theme um the one thing i will say about them though um 
Well, By the way, I do like, like that Dodge City look. I, I actually, yeah. I, I do, I do like. Yeah, that if look. you're going for that Western look, I think they kind of nailed it. Um, but with Miner's Beard, like the one thing I'll say about them, like they use some pretty high quality ingredients, like the uh, uh, the sea buckthorn and the uh, meadow foam seed oils. Both mm. of those are like really great for your skin and beard. But they use a ridiculous amount of uh, fragrance in their stuff. So if you have a sensitivity to like strongly scented um, products or, you know, if you have a skin sensitivity, I would probably steer clear. Cause like that stuff, like you can smell it in the other room mm. when you open it. That's how strong it is. Wow. And when, when you're talking about fragrance, so to be very clear for our listeners and everything, are we talking about actual essential oil? Or are we talking about just, chemically made fragrance like synthetic well, synthetic when it comes to beard care unfortunately there's like little to no regulation at all so it yeah. can be either so mm-hmm. that's why it's really important to read labels and ingredients and things like that and, and just kind of know what you're sensitive to because again there's no rules so you know yeah even if you don't have an issue with certain essential oils or whatever, if it's like in a high enough concentration, it can mess with your skin. I know for me, oh, yeah, totally. uh, lavender is one that I actually really like the smell of lavender, but certain products are just putting way too much in there and I'll start getting like itchy and red and whatever, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's unfortunately somebody just getting into, uh, you know, a lot of these indie beard care brands, whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of trial and error to discover what you like because exactly. You know, speaking of Western theme, it's kind of the wild, wild west when it comes to the beard care industry. There aren't a whole lot of rules for what they can be putting in these products. Totally, and that's one of the things that has always made me very apprehensive about a lot of these beard brands because I'm like, well. I know, like, yeah, you could be located in a very nice area and all the above, but let's be real. A lot of these brands that we follow, if you really look at everything, especially when they're talking about a batch, they're making it inside their kitchen mm-hmm. a lot of the times, okay? Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that at this point. I At first I did, but now I don't because a lot of the stuff that I'm more interested in is more the indie versus the upscale high-end beard care I'm stuff sure that is regular. they have to have some sort of like health kind of check too if they do that. Well, I know that barn brands, barn brands definitely, I would categorize them in my opinion, definitely Western because oh, yeah. the yeah. key, like just the name alone, <laughs> barn brands. Um, barn brands is literally awesome. Um, the thing is what he said, um, because he sent me some DMs and everything. He said that we, I do have a health inspector that comes in from time to time yeah. and all, but he said that it seems to be more unannounced and then they're checking in with like the type of ingredients that they are using. Right. And that's how, and that's what most health inspectors do. Um, yeah. I work in like in the spa industry, they don't have to fucking tell you when they're going to be coming in and yeah. making sure that there's no fire hazard. You're actually using something that's non-toxic for the client or the patient or whatever and everything like that. And um, I just like, I just think it's uh, interesting that if they are going to do that, shouldn't they just be like, you know, they actually make the most money citing people. You know that? So that's how the health inspectors make their money. So I don't understand how like some of these brands are getting away 
okay? Especially when they already have an LLC, they have a license and everything and all the above. I, sometimes I just ask myself, like, shouldn't you, like, have someone, like, checking in on what you're actually making? But I think you just said it, though. I think they're not necessarily checking, like, conditions and stuff so much yeah. as just making sure that you're using approved ingredients. But again, yeah. there's, like, no um you know acceptable amounts things like that whatever um because yeah i i do know i i haven't witnessed it personally but i've heard enough and you know the beard care industry these these people they gossip like old women but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I do know there are certain brands that i've been told to just kind of steer clear from because uh they aren't really practicing the highest standards mm. with cleanliness do you mind um, telling us the brands? Uh, I better not. I, uh, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll text them to you just okay. to make sure <laughs> that you don't buy them. But because um, again, I don't know this to be fact. I've mm. never actually seen any of these people making their product in person. So maybe they're all doing great. Maybe they're all just like dropping stuff on the floor and spitting in it and whatever. And <laughs> ignorance is bliss at that point. Oh, but, I know, yeah. honestly. Like, we have no idea what the fuck they're doing. You know what's really funny? Like, you want to know um, products that might that may be actually pretty regulated in a sense is, you know that brand, that bulk apothecary nonsense? Oh, yeah. That yeah. shit is regulated. That one is, yeah. That, well, and that it's made in regulated. like a lab, Correct? you know? So, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the other side <laughs> of that, too, is, you know, you have like your bulk apothecary, and then you have a ton, a ton of brands that like they don't like to admit it, but like if you collect beard care products, you'll notice that there is a city in Utah called Elsinore, I believe, that a lot, a lot of products will have a return address from a P.O. box there. So basically, a lot of guys will just like send their recipe to this lab, and then this company manufactures it, labels it, and drop ships it for them. Wow. So in a way, it's like, oh, that's kind of boring because really it's the same person making all this stuff, but it is also better in terms of just safety and cleanliness and everything because it's like, oh, this is actually a professional hmm. cosmetics lab uh, right. that's making this stuff and you know, they could probably make them in bulk and and whatnot exactly exactly i'm assuming dalton you already got the idea what but uh, what the bulk of um apothecary is just by saying that yeah say it again uh, i said i'm assuming that you already have an idea of what the bulk apothecary is from us just saying that no so, Okay, so basically, um, it's a real company, and uh, it's just easier just to call it that at this point. So basically, it's a business that sells prefabricated beer care, skin care, just all of the above. Like, let's just say you wanted to come out with a brand, right. and you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't have a lab. I don't have any of that or whatever. You know what? I just want to choose like a few select little scents inside of this beard oil, and I want to distribute it, put my own label on it, all the above. That's what you can do with this company. And then people do that. And might I add, it's not really high quality either. No, that's kind not of the high problem quality. with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you did say, Santino, that some people <clears throat> like would normally um, probably put like a few essential oil scents into it just to yeah. make it different. So just to it, kind of make it theirs. Yeah. Is it kind of like a create your own beard oil? Oh, yeah. Basically. So. Basically what it is, and it's like a, a, a pretty open secret when it comes to beard care, but you can buy this bulk apothecary stuff. I believe it comes from either China or India. Yeah. Um, but you get like a like gallon jug of beard oil, and it's just mm -hmm. very, very basic stuff made with low-quality ingredients. 
and then you can add whatever essential oils, whatever you want to mm -hmm. it, uh, and, and you know, put it into individual one ounce size bottles, seal them up, and turn around and sell them as if it was your own product. So yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, like <laughs> the thing is about stuff like that, it just doesn't seem um, genuine. Uh, it, of course, it's definitely not genuine. <laughs> There's nothing genuine about it. Um, it just doesn't, it always rubs me the wrong way. And it's always, um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the, the right word for it. Um, there's definitely just no effort. I, I I forget. I might just cut this part out or whatever. No, no, I, I know what you're saying because you'll have, you know, these little like indie startup brands, whatever, and they're like, oh, we make the greatest shit out there, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no, you don't. You're adding essential oils to, you know, essentially a very low quality, you know, base product and repackaging it. You're not making anything. Stop. Like, oh, like, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was going to talk about the essential oils. Just because you put essential oil in does not mean it's going to perform very well because yeah, more for scent than anything exactly and then some of the stuff it depends on what you're trying to target that person's skin for so like if you were to put argan oil in something and then you turn around like oh i want to put like two drops of eucalyptus gobulus into that or whatever that is not necessarily good for the face versus your regular part of your body because of the because the skin on your face is thinner than the rest of the skin on like your arms and legs and all the above. It might exactly. it, it might affect you in a different way on the face because like the beard oil is really there from what you have said to me and over time just learning more about it. Beard oil is really there to condition your skin mm -hmm. underneath of the hair, not necessarily the hair strands. Like yeah, I distribute all the beard oil on my on my beard i stopped actually rubbing it on the skin first and then brushing it i just started just doing it the other way around and i just can i put a little conditioner in and then i put the um, beeswax or whatever it is and then i just so do you guys the, use the oil and wax daily i do I I usually just use oil daily if I'm, you know, and again, with, uh, with the quote unquote new normal with uh, <laughs> uh, COVID and quarantine and all that, I don't go out of the house that often. And even if I do, it's like to go hit the drive through somewhere or like grocery pickup <laughs> or something. Right. Um, but if I am going to be like out somewhere or like, say, for example, like today I was recording, so I didn't want my shit looking super wild. Um, then I'll, I'll use the balm as well. Um, the thing I find is the oil is just um the oil is the most beneficial balm isn't really hurting anything but it isn't helping anything either uh -huh. it's just for styling okay so mm -hmm. you know it's more you know if you just if you want that if you're just looking for that more styled look every day then it's it's not gonna be a problem to use balm every day but it's just not necessary right because i've i've been growing a beard since 2012 um it's been long and short um but i've never really been into like beard care like i'll wash it you know for sure just, i usually just wash it with whatever shampoo i have for my hair yeah um but it's not probably the healthiest for and, it and you know it's fine it's that's the thing like you'll you'll listen to some of these like beard care people whatever and like they're like oh my god how can you do it's like it's fine it's yeah you ideally want like a more specialized beard wash yeah. just because um, and again, it goes back to more your skin than the actual hair itself. 
your your head produces a lot more like oil, sebum, whatever you want to call it. So that's right. what um, shampoos for your hair are designed for, whereas your face does not. So you don't want something that's quite as stripping as a shampoo, but right. it's like not the end of the world if you yeah. use Yeah, I mean, I've never had an issue yeah. using only shampoo with it, you know, yeah. growing or, you know being like super unhealthy. I mean, you know, it's not always like the, the, the softest or whatever, but. Well, the thing is, it's like our beards are the, are usually the most brittle mm-hmm. because yeah. the, the hair is much more coarse. So, so if you're using like something like, let's just say Pantene Pro-V, okay, that shit is not going <laughs> to be the best for you to use because that shit is very drying, but then you have to sit there and like condition it every single time. So I usually, so I work, if I'm working with patients, which is what I've been doing for the past few months now and everything, it's not the funnest thing to do. So usually I, you, I just want to be healthy just in case and whatnot. Right. I always wash the beard every night. After Santino told me, it's not going to kill you to use something else or whatever, but I have always used more vegan and natural um, hair care products for my actual head. And then mm-hmm. I just started like randomly just using it for my beard and whatnot, because sometimes like the, the vegan stuff that I've been using, it's more hydrating anyways. And it's, yeah. and it's actually like, it's not a leave-in, but <clears throat> I just let it sit on my beard for like a few minutes and then I rinse it out and I just comb it out and brush it. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't think it's going to really hurt you unless you're using something that's like extremely harsh, like the, like the drugstore stuff. The drugstore stuff is, yeah. is not going to really do anything for you. What's that brand um, called? Um, I, I, well, we always seem to have a controversy <laughs> like with this brand. Um, do you think I should stop censoring the name or no? Or do you think I should, we should censor it just in case? Because Wait, like, which brand are we talking about? The one that is all about that fucking brick. Oh, with their fanboys. Yeah, oh, their fanboys. Jesus. That's the only reason that I would censor the name is because, like, legit, I had to leave that group on Facebook. Like, I don't even know how I got added to it. I'm going to leave the like, word brick and not censor it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, like, no, like, seriously, I, I don't know what these dudes, like, it's do you have any other hobbies or whatever? Be posting screenshots like, oh my god, some other soap advertised on my timeline, the horror. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, then they'll like go and like spam the company and what like, how dare you? Like, oh, whatever. I need my I need my brick. Like, chill, dude. It is soap. It's not that serious. But that being said, they do make a decent beard wash. It's not hmm. bad. It's available at Target. I want to say it's like nine or ten dollars so again you're not going to break the bank when you buy it um and it's pretty gentle so hmm. you what know about conditioner from, from them uh, i haven't I bought anything since like since their controversies just seem to be more and more amplified yeah i don't i just I, haven't well, bought anything from them well they've got this like weird cultish following so that's yeah. like the only reason i don't really buy their stuff just because it's like are they putting something in there to like no of course they're not but uh <laughs> MSG, MSG yeah. for beard care. <laughs> you get addicted to the texture. Right? Like some of these people are like straight up addicted. Like, and it's not even like, oh, here's my, which that's kind of a weird thing, but I get it. Everybody collects weird things. So you could be like, oh, here's my collection of like soap and shit like that. No, it's like posting screenshots. Like, oh, I just ordered soap. Here's a screenshot. Like, how exciting for you. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, a, you can't be so excited for a fucking brick. That's for sure. Right. Like, um, what, what's, okay. Cause we're going to censor this part and whatever. Mm-hmm. What's that brand's name again? Oh my fucking. Yes. Like, yeah. because what like, 
they make really good products, okay? They do, do not get me wrong. It's just the way how they talk. And um, I, I did ask, uh, um, I did see something that was really concerning to me as a, as a queer consumer. And um, I DM'd them and I got the most bizarre message I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. Have I seen? No, that? I haven't heard about this. Yeah, so um, I'll I'll send you the message um, at some point. Um, I just have to look up. I have to look up on my IG again and whatever because like they, I I don't think that they delete the messages and everything like that unless they do. But I think I did take a screenshot of it and I shared it with one of my friends and I said, "What do you think about this message?" I thought it was rather odd and everything. Because, like, they were trying... It was, like, right before they started being sold in Target. Mm-hmm. It was right before they were being sold in Target. So they were sold exclusively, predominantly, like, um, what I was seeing personally was on Birchbox. Mm-hmm. And they were yeah. being sold in Nordstrom, actually. Wait, what? They were being sold... They were selling um, a specific kit only oh, okay. on Nordstrom. And was- it was... I actually wanted to buy it for a YouTube video because it was themed as unique um, boxing. And it, it, everything came in a pink bucket. Did you ever see that one? I No, I missed out on that one. Like, yeah, and I'm surprised because they're not really like a Nordstrom brand. Like they, they make it was a good unique. quality product. That was the but... reason why. Yeah. And it yeah. was the only thing that they um, had in Nordstrom. <clears throat> at that time so it wasn't something that you can just be like oh yeah i want to go into target and buy this from no like it was only sold on birchbox and it was only sold in nordstrom because i looked up i looked it up and it was being sold in nordstrom on in the men's grooming department the box the that box that special edition box that they came out with that was being sold for about 80 dollars and what was it? Just like one of everything in there? Um, I don't remember. All I remember, I really wanted it because of the packaging, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have never seen it before. It's like that when the UFC came out with beard care products. You remember? Everyone had to jump oh, onto the shit. UFC yeah. thing. I kind of forgot UFC, about that. It was yeah. a UFC-themed beard care yeah. razor <laughs> and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it was a theme for like the uniqueness of it all. And if you notice the people who actually reviewed it and who actually have a good following, they had like thousands of views for that product. Oh, for but sure. I have never seen anyone promote that paint can. It was a translucent paint can. Oh. And and it had yeah. something else on it and everything. And it had a bunch of shit in it. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted it for the uniqueness. Obviously mm-hmm. it was up price because of the cost okay. of the actual thing i'm sure like having a paint can costs more money and everything just to have that uniqueness made yeah and it was only around for like an x amount of seasons it wasn't like a full year yeah like, no I, I do remember the paint can though so yeah now wait now i'm, I'm just curious what was the initial uh, uh thing that made you even contact them in the first place um let me let me look at I I, hopefully they didn't delete anything I think I just unfollowed them because I was like this is really not attractive okay because I know that they're advertising sometimes they're very like oh manly men whatever this and that and blah 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 and it's like 
I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I always kind of assumed it was more like tongue in cheek, like almost like this, like Ron Swanson esque exaggeration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back in March 2019, this is when it was. Okay. So they didn't delete it. Okay, so this is what I said. So I said, Hi, I have tried many of your products so far and I have been impressed in everything. My question is to you guys, if you don't mind me asking, are you a queer gay friendly company? And then they said, this is, this was, this was their response that made me like, I don't know. I, I forget why. I'm like, dude, this was like almost over two years ago. It said, absolutely. We encourage all of our customers to be true to themselves and follow their passions. I wouldn't work here if I wasn't, if we weren't a tolerant company. So like, mm, that's really odd. <laughs> that wording's a little weird. Yeah, that's that's weird wording. Exactly. Like, pa- I, passion I, intolerant seems like a couple of red flags. Yeah, I know. That's just, that was like the reason why I was like, um, this was really unattractive. That's so interesting that they, they didn't delete that. I'm sure that they get like hundreds and hundreds of random messages of them wanting to sponsor other people and everything. So I am pretty sure that they are always flooded all the time in terms of all of that. I guess like at the end of the day, you guys, I will be censoring the name of this company because <laughs> I don't want us to be attacked over a fucking brick. Okay. <laughs> like the brick thing. Like, dude, if you, have you, did you look it up Dalton? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a size of a brick. And I'm just like, what are you going to do with that? That thing is going to melt before you can even use most of it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? No. Last like, like a month, like seriously, it's like ridiculous. that's just like too much. Um, and <laughs> um, I just wanted to touch bases on some of the products that I definitely would consider more of that more rugged and Western vibe, and I'm very sure that you would agree, um, Santino. And For that sure. is Kun products. For oh me. yes, yeah. Kun products for men. I absolutely love them. That's what I use this morning. Um, I consider them my major favorite go-to. Um, if I want to feel like I'm going somewhere that's very upscale, or I feel upscale, I feel high-end, and I feel like a very different way, the product is going to make me feel a different way. I always go for Kun, and this is one of the other reasons. You just have to order the product. You have to request to have a box made. So the boxes, they just don't come with the product just like that. Um, they did kind of, I, I think in the beginning, but they started saying, you know what, this is like really expensive because we make all these boxes ourselves, which is totally fine. When I believe it was like five or $10 each for each box. Which that's not bad at all. Which for is not bad. How much? But Sorry. But, um, like five or $10 uh, more and everything. Um, but if you buy the beard oil by itself look at the price and then when you add the the box by itself and whatnot if you're buying it a la carte buying it a la carte is very different so you end up paying more than 30 dollars altogether for that but the uniqueness of it all it i mean it's literally stunning if you guys like i know that our listeners can't see but um (laughs) i'm literally holding up one of the boxes for the beard oil. I love the fact that it reminds me of like a, like a little coffin. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Dalton has a cat in his face. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the beard oil box, like it looks like a little Go. coffin. That's Go. my jam. That's my vibe. Um, and then their 
their beard bombs and their beard butter. I just can't get enough of them. Um, I have a I lot of their bombs and everything and their butters. I really want to but... buy it just for the box. Dude, oh yeah, dude! Like that's what stop I it. Stop people it. love. It's like pushing on my screen. <laughs> when animals want attention, oh seriously, cat. I'm just what so you... glad that my cat does not do that. Dude. What he wants is treats. When I'm on the computer and he wants treats, he'll come over here and act like he's all lovey. <laughs> Until I give him treats or I don't give him treats. And then he walks away. You guys away. have treats in your room? Yeah. Or in the office? Yeah, it's our room. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I'm not going to get up right now at this very moment, but I have a bunch of them. And I know that they have a few different colors to choose from. They just started doing a skincare line, and I'm very interested in their skincare line. So that is something that I would highly recommend if you guys are into that very rugged and um, very kind of Western vibe, even though they're based in Utah. You wouldn't consider Utah Western. It's more rugged, right? It's like in the middle. Of the I mean, like they had cowboys in Utah, didn't they? Like... I don't know. Like I think so. Maybe in the southern spots. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, like I know that the owners they are always hanging out in the mountains and they're always hiking. So I guess like they're There's definitely I've, a lot of mountains in Utah though. For sure. Yes, yeah. Totally. Like oh my god. Like most of the postings from the owners on their individual accounts is like snowing right now or whatever. Wow. And they're always like hiking up a, up in the area. So I would do, I would totally check the brand out, Dalton. I totally recommend them. And also don't forget to use my code if you want to save coin. Use my code. With the Kun one? <laughs> With the Kun um, beard might, care. I'm thinking about buying it because they have a $30 sale right now for $30. You get the oil in the box. Yeah, definitely. Oh, go, yeah. Use, my, use my code. Um, uh, it's... Uh, God, I have to like fucking look it up and everything right now. And like, it's been a minute because <laughs> I, I just leave my stuff up and whatever and I never like bother with it. Um, let me check that really quick for you. Um, I think it's pretty simple. Um, Greenbird 15. So shout out, and I'm going to do a plug, obviously. Greenbird 15, if you want 15% off of your Kun Beard Care products, you guys. Um, you know, like Santino, what that was one of the things I was like asking myself, like, don't you have any plugins or codes or any of that? Because I know that you do a lot of blogging and you do other stuff and whatnot, but like I don't know if you are I don't know how a lot of these codes work. Because I don't know if you have to be so whorish, if you have to whore yourself out visually, like how does that work? Because I don't it, de- have it depends. Like the only one that I have that's like permanent and I don't have it with me. I would have to like do a deep dive to even find it because I never plug them on my blog just because like, I don't know, I kind of feel like then people think you have an agenda or something like that. Hmm. Um, but I did have a um, a barn brand code. Um, oh. Other than that, though, a lot of them they'll do like, you know, if they've got something going on for like the time being or whatever, it's like, okay, yeah, you know. 15, 20% off for like the next three months, whatever. Um, but for the most part, like a lot of them want you to do like associate codes and stuff like that. It's like, I have, I have no interest. Like, mm. so I don't know. I mean, some people, you know, you end up getting like free product or whatever. That's fine. But like, I've got more product than I will ever 
use. So. Yeah, that's that's usually with me. I usually will get something for free for um, for promoting it. Basically, that like that's the main way how I have normally been. Um, what's that word? Like being paid. Um, you always know the words when I'm when I'm like thinking about it, but for some reason I can't even get around to saying it. Um, what is it called? Compensated. Oh, okay. <laughs> Simple <laughs> words are just compensated. <laughs> um, Dalton, and I just um, I just messaged you on a scent not to buy. Yeah, I saw that. I'm thinking cedar and amber. Okay, um, that one's really good. If you really want like a good scent, I highly. Wait, are you into cool or warm? I don't really know the difference. <laughs> so it's like kind of like cologne. So like oh, okay. they have like cool scents and then they, ha- because like some of the scents are more fresh, which is the cool scent. And what's, what's like the best way how Santino likes to describe them is like youthful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't, he doesn't care for that or I like the youthful scents. Um, I don't really care for the spicier scents because I don't know. I think that doesn't work with me. It doesn't work with my, with the way how, how my pheromones work and the way how I smell. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, I'd probably go more with warm. More with the warm. Um, I would definitely go with mountain forest. I'm looking at everything that's like right across from me <laughs> right uh, now. <laughs> and I would definitely go with Utah summer. Utah summer is legit amazing. I'm like obsessed with that beard oil. That's probably okay. the most used beard oil scent that I use right now. Um you, you know what I just remembered? Would you consider Last Looks Grooming Co. kind of like, or do you think that they're just more of the movie themed, or would you consider them more that that specific theme that we well, are talking no, about? No, I mean they're definitely more like movie themed, and I'm actually surprised they haven't <clears throat> come out with like a straight up like western scent because they do a great job on pretty much everything they do now they do have that like better call saul breaking bad themed one which i guess you could mm-hmm. say is maybe southwestern hmm. um so that would that would kind of fall in line um the um shit, i can't think of the name of it now the twin peaks themed one that we both have what is it uh, oh, black black oh, forest black black, uh, black lodge oh, got black yeah. lodge yes. black lodge <laughs> black lodge yes that is what uh, it's called yeah that's got kind of a little western feel to it to me yes. but like everyone who's actually like spent any amount of time in the pacific northwest that's tried that said that's like a pretty accurate thing there so hmm. maybe i'm just projecting western onto it with the like coffee and the kind of greenery whatever um I would but, say the witch definitely has that more rugged, rugged scent. Yeah, yeah. You, the witch they, is probably their most rugged, really. Either that yeah. or ringing bells. Yeah, the witch is very rugged smelling because of the 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 scent of the leather and then that residual scent of the hay. Yeah, that is pretty rugged, in my opinion. If you want to smell like leather and hay like legit leather and hay (laughs) definitely wear the witch um i wear that sometimes but i feel like the scent is a little too overwhelming for me um i can't really pair i I, i'm trying to think of like what would pair well with that in terms of cologne that would actually complement that because that is a very unique scent on its own it's not like really floral and it's not really like spicy yeah you know i think the thing is you could kind of go floral with it because it has some of those notes and you could pick up on them 
But yeah, mm-hmm. that's not an easy one to really pair with a, a cologne. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I was like kind of thinking. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I can't think of anything that would <clears throat> go very well with that. By the way, I was complimented on how amazing I smelled like when I went into a coffee shop and I, when they at, and I was telling them like, Oh, I'm not wearing deodorant or cologne at all or anything like that <laughs> because like, <laughs> I'm just there to get my fucking coffee. Pheromones. But I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I totally forgot that I was wearing last looks grooming co the family. I was wearing that. Oh, the family is legit. Yeah. That is, that is a fucking legit beard oil, beard care, conditioner, all the above scent. That one's amazing. And normally I don't like citrus in my scents, but they do a really good job with it there. Yes. I think like the interesting thing about that one is I think like the moment you open it. Okay. I believe that there's like plastic, um, covering the top when you first yeah, get it yeah. and everything like that weird styrofoam thing but for some reason what I've noticed is like as I have been using it more aside from the oil I don't know if it's like the more it's airing out or the way how it is you know when you open something and then you just let it sit there for a little bit like let mm-hmm. it age and breathe it just gets better over time yeah for I think sure. that's I think that's the the thing with that one in particular yeah it's it's put together more like a you know, nice cologne or something like that, where it does kind of evolve throughout the day and you get like, you know, certain notes will pop up, you know, at certain times, Um, you know, you initially get that kind of sweet orangey tobacco whiskey thing. And then like, as the day goes on, it gets a little bit more leathery and it's just, I don't know, man, like all around, they've done a really great job with that one. That one's like literally amazing. Yeah. Um, So what would you suggest to Dalton as one of the best like leave-in conditioners because like one of the ones that i was thinking of if he's interested in is nature boy that is like one of those leave-in conditioners that will never stain anything it doesn't stain on your pillowcase it doesn't do any of that nonsense no nature boy is legit you already know the one i'm gonna go with though is the uh, the scotch porter with cbd in it that is the absolute best leave-in that i have ever tried it's a, it's a company called Scotch Porter. Okay. And they uh, they do two different ones. They do just their standard one that they have all the time. And that one's outstanding too. So if you can't get the other one, go with the just their regular leave-in conditioner. Um, but every now and then they'll release their leave-in conditioner with CBD. And that mm-hmm. one's even better. Okay. I think I'll that's like out. once a year or something like that. Yeah, like usually around 420 they release it. And then once yeah, it's yeah. sold out, it's just like out for the rest of the year. Wait a second. Yeah, I'll check those out. For sure. Yeah, no, that's if you're looking for a good leave-in and you don't even need to use it that often. Like if you buy it, it should last you for close to a year. Just do it a couple times a month is all you'll really need. And what's the Scotch Porter beard balm? What is I just I just the... had to get up and like look for it. Oh, for sure. What does the leave-in conditioner do? Just um, obviously conditions it. Yeah, and... it, it's just more of a deep condition than when you, you know, after you use your beard wash and you'll use a beard conditioner, which is essentially the same thing as hair conditioner. This one, um, it's just a bit more of a deep condition. So like, you know, your beard, if you look at it under a microscope, like I don't even really know like the proper scientific terms <laughs> well, for it. But there's just like started little... talking about microscopes, so I'm <laughs> yeah. just like lost already. <laughs> no, there's like little 
like pores for lack of a better term in each individual <clears throat> hair this just kind of yeah. helps seal those up so you don't get uh you know breakage or tangles or you oh, know okay. your beard doesn't dry out or whatever oh yeah the, and plus like the best way how to utilize the conditioner is that you comb and brush brush it brush it mm -hmm. in especially yeah, for the um for the I think I did, yeah, for the Scotch Porter CBD beard balm, I like this one, this beard balm, because even though the beard oil has a very specific scent, this one is a little more muted a little, the beard yeah. balm. So that's what I like. Um, I'm able, if I wanted to mix a bunch of different scents together and still get that CBD, um, uh, uh um oh my god property <laughs> yeah i mean like think right now um if i want that property and everything i know that this won't clash with anything else that yeah. is the that's one of the things Absolutely. so i like i like doing a lot of mixing and matching when it comes down to beard especially unscented i've been kind of leaning more towards unscented lately because i think it's because like i have so much scented beard balm and beard oil um, I'm kind of leaning more towards unscented. So I haven't bought a brand that is truly unscented yet. Um, and I just want the beard oil to speak for itself because some of these beard oils have a very prominent distinctive scent. Yeah. And I want those to stand out a little more versus the rest of the elements that I'm using. Yeah, absolutely. And then that is another thing too, you know, if you are, say, for example, just to kind of go back to our conversation earlier about like the straightening brush or something like that. If yeah. you're using any sort of heat on your beard, you don't want something super scented because a lot of those uh, essential oils that they sent them with, they can actually burn. So that's one, you're risking damage to <clears throat> your beard. And then two, it just stinks after, uh, right. after those burn. You know, um, what, uh, what was it? What is the point exactly, aside from what I told Dalton, what is the point of the sea salt spray? Do you um, believe in that trend? Yes or no. It's like a yes or a no for me. Because, I, I'm, because like, if I use a beard, if I use a beard straightener, mm -hmm. my beard will look too flat. Yeah. I don't yeah. have enough volume. And because I'm more about creating the illusion mm -hmm. of a fuller beard because yeah, my beard is not as thick as everyone else's. So that's why you do you won't see me do the beard straightener because if I do the beard straightener, it's gonna be like flat. Well, and it so that creates a dimension. That's where your salt spray will come in. And you know, I know a mm. lot of people say, Oh, it can be damaging this and that. And that's true if you use it habitually, but if you you know, say you use the straightener and you're just looking for that little extra bit of volume, just give it a couple sprays with the salt spray, comb it through. And as soon as it dries, you will see like an instant increase in volume. Hmm. So it, it has its purpose. I don't recommend using it all the time because yeah, it can actually be, I mean, it, it's salt you're putting in your beard, so yeah. it can be drying. Um, but every now and then it's not going to hurt anything and it can actually be pretty useful for when you do have those days where, you know, it's just for whatever reason, your beard doesn't want to do what it's supposed to. So, um, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton, so do you use a, a comb? Do you use any brushes? Like how many yeah, I have a, I have a have? beard comb that I use. Um, yeah. and then I just bought, what is it? It's like a, a roller brush, I guess it's, I should probably go get it. Hang on, let me go get it. Oh yeah. Okay. You can go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so Dalton is 
going to go get his roller brush. What is a roller brush exactly? Have you ever it's, heard of that? Yeah, it's just like one of the where it's like a brush handle, and then like there's bristles all the way around. Oh, so that's helpful yeah, if you're, no if you're like blow drying your beard, especially <laughs> yeah. because you can kind of like roll it along the length of your beard. That's what Beard Brand does. Beard Brand, he, um, the, you know that guy with the full on um, long ass beard. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Eric like, Banholtz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. No, he's he's gross, dude. Have you ever followed his Twitter? No. Oh, he's so lame. Like, he's always, like, talking about, here's my whole thing, and maybe he did, but, like, okay, bro, you were on Shark Tank asking for money, and they said no. And, like, to your credit, you were still able to kind of, like, grow your brand, but, like, his hmm. whole thing is like, oh, I've done this all on my own. I've done this on my own. Like, if you look at his Twitter, there will not be more than like 10 tweets without him like mentioning, oh, I've done this all on my own. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, this and that. Which the more somebody has to tell me they've done it all on their own, the more I'm convinced that like mommy and daddy have been writing checks the whole time. Mm. Um, but like, he comes from money. Yeah, yeah. And like, mm. I don't know, he just, he said some like really like tasteless things at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, oh, now we'll see which brands are strong enough to survive this. It's like, bro people are losing their jobs and stuff calm down like whatever so he's just he's very very into himself that mm -hmm. being said the products are good i just don't buy them because i don't like to support him but i'm yeah. not going to tell anyone to not buy them because they are good products so when was the last time you bought beard brand because that was like the i feel like when i started seeing more beard care products come out, I felt like that was like the ultimate, most expensive thing to buy at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I don't know. When and was, I was confused when they why reformulated was... their, their oil, which was about a year ago, I guess. I was like, confused why in the world I was seeing them inside of Target lately. So like, it, but they won't sell old money in there and they won't no, no, sell... No. A lot of their other stuff it's a very pedestrian so yeah their target have. stuff is made just for target so that's like their white line but then if you go to like their website they have the silver and the gold lines as well hmm. but those they won't sell in target those are so expensive yeah yeah so what, what would you categorize them as in uh, terms of tier do you think that they're overly priced at this they're, point? They're overpriced. It's it's good stuff, but I mean, if you're talking about, you know, spending almost $40 on a beard oil, there are better options out there. Um, it, it's... What would you compare I, I them the to? Would you say that they... that Would you say that Sphinx Beard Care is higher oh, quality? Oh, Sphinx is, Sphinx is <clears throat> better than them by far, yeah. It's way better. Yeah. And whatnot. yeah. Do you think that they should be charging that type of price versus beard brand? I think, think they that they're could. on their way. I think they're off. Yeah, they're probably on their way. Sphinx, they're like growing slowly, but I see what they're doing. They're just trying to be more of like an all around like men's grooming. Mm -hmm. So I think they're branching out. So before long, you'll probably start seeing more like skincare, hair care stuff from them. Um, mm -hmm. But they're doing it really, really slowly. Uh, you know, they'll introduce like a new product maybe once a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be working for them. I think, you know, once they get to the point where they have that really well-rounded portfolio, you'll probably start seeing the prices creep up a little bit because it is a really premium product. And I'm assuming mm -hmm. their margins must be pretty thin. Um, but I think it's just a family business. I don't think he has like employees, employees. I could be wrong. Mm. Um, so that may be how he's able to keep his prices a little bit lower. You know, what is a good 
brand, especially for someone who's really slowly being introduced into the bearded community, such as Dalton, what's a really good inexpensive brand to buy? Beard um, oil, beard wash, all the above. You know, honestly, one of the best that I recommend to everyone is broke ass beards, which that's kind mm-hmm. of their thing is, you know, it's I'm like a budget like brand. I'm still like perplexed, so I have not bought anything from them. And I see so many amazing responses and reviews. No, they I, do. They do good stuff. And like, that's. I, and I, it's I'm always assuming, been about packaging for me. Yeah. Like, you know me, I'm like such a stickler that. for it. Yeah, no, totally. No, yeah, that's the thing. Like their packaging, you know, things like that. You can see this is where, you know, they were kind of cutting costs a little bit. And that's fine because the product is good. So Mm -hmm. especially, you know, somebody who's looking to upgrade to more premium, uh, um, you know, beard oils, they do butters and balms too, which are all good. Um, I I would definitely recommend them um, just because at that price point, you really can't go wrong. And it is stuff that can hang with products that are you know double sometimes triple the cost hmm interesting um i know that uh, uh, i don't even know how wait what time is it oh wow <laughs> it's 11. i didn't even know that it was 11 and whatnot um <laughs> don't in i know that we are because we usually record for up to 90 minutes to almost two hours and whatever. But um, I feel like um, we are getting a lot of amazing content out of this Mm -hmm. recording. Was there anything that you wanted to ask or share with us and whatnot? Do you even do skincare routine? Like myself Um, in particular? Really ever. So once in a while I'll do like a mask with my wife. Yeah. But um, because the more you start paying attention to this, this this is going to start coming towards you you're gonna start focusing on your face so i'm just like wondering like what is your experience with skincare so far uh zero <laughs> i mean <laughs> i've never really like been into the whole i don't want to say self-care but i mean you know like beard care is self-care <laughs> this is right true. so I've, I've never really been into like beard care i'm kind of getting into that especially now that my hair is getting longer so i'm trying to you know kind of get into my you know what's healthy for my hair too because mm-hmm. i'm trying to get it pretty you know i want to get it pretty long nice do you do you would you recommend certain beard oils for the hair because people always throw out the 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 word argon everyone always throws out argon but i'm like that is a really thick oil for hair that's you know that's what they say i um i mean usually i just shave my head down to like a one or whatever Mm -hmm. um but at the times when i'm just being lazy or just seeing if i can mess with it a little bit i will use the uh the ghost oil from Hmm. verb and I don't believe that has argan in it. It's a much lighter oil, but I mean, I, it's been since I was like a kid, since I've had like long hair. So I yeah. wouldn't even really know where to begin in terms of, um, you know, what, what you'd want to use for longer hair. Uh, just cause again, the skin on top of your head is different than on your face. So you're not necessarily looking for the same balance in terms of oils there. Cause you're naturally producing more oil on top of your head anyway. So yeah. I'm not sure. That would actually be a pretty good uh, research project, something for a future episode, maybe. Exactly. That sounds definitely like that. So what would you say how Dalton should focus on his beard right now? Because so, it's, it's looking a little unruly, obviously, yeah, right now. <laughs> so right here, it like just kind of goes in like a little wave. Oh, yeah, a little dip. So yeah. like almost towards the skin. And right now I'm trying to get that to just go straight. Mm-hmm. without having to use the heat brush every day because the heat brush is good and 
I like the way it, like, it looks, but sometimes I don't want it just to be, like, completely straight, you know? For sure. Um, I know with dips what they say, and you actually have the right brush for it. If you take the round brush and just kind of, like, wrap up the bottom oh, and that's just kind of stretch the it out. Brushes. Yeah. That's what it Give is. it a little bit of heat from the blow dryer. Not, like, don't focus on it, of course, but just enough. And right. over time, if you do that, you know couple times a week it'll actually yeah. kind of start training that little dip out of there okay cool. so basically just yeah you want to kind of just, just stretch it out just roll and, it and... exactly exactly i do usually like roll it and i see it makes a difference yeah but um but in the mornings it goes kind of right back to that and it, it <laughs> might be because i'm <laughs> sleeping sure. on that side or whatever and it yeah and that's that's the thing the, the way you sleep on it that and there's you know, really very little no, you can do reasons. about, it. I mean, unless you're that into your beard that you're going to mess with your sleep routine, but, uh, no. you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's never that serious, but yeah, the way you sleep on it will, cause I know I sleep on this side and, um, yeah, it's the same thing. Like it just naturally has this kind of, if I don't, you know, comb it properly, if I'm just walking around, whatever, I'm just walking around with it, like, like a little, I don't even know what you call it, like a genie curl. Genie. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Santino, have you ever had your beard as long as Dalton? Uh, At one point? No, you know, not that long. Maybe. Maybe. See, I just said no, and then I said yes. Um, I think you think. kind of have, but I can't tell with Dalton's shirt because it's black. So your beard looks like it's like what? Almost like an a foot long. Yeah, that's probably. almost like a foot long. That was like a foot long. Yeah. Like for me, I don't, once it, like when I move my head down and I start like feeling it touch my chest, that annoys me. So that's usually the point mm. when I'll start trimming it. But <laughs> Have you trimmed your, like, I know that we talked about like taming um, your beard, Dalton. Have you ever actually just done a, what is that thing called again? A yeard? That, am I saying it right? Yeah, a year. Yeah, a, I don't a know what that is. is. Uh, I mean, I used to uh, pre-COVID when I was cutting my hair. Um, you know, I'd style my hair or whatever, and then I would have them trim it down, and then you know, shape it and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't been back to the barber. I'm thinking about going to kind of get them to back to shape. But I also yeah. want to learn on my own. Oh yeah, so totally. I don't have to be dependent on going to a barber all the time. Exactly. Um, so. um, I'm trying to, because my, my beard is like at this really weird, awkward phase at this point. If I don't do anything to it, I think like for another few more months, it'll be a full year since I, I've never trimmed it. I've never trimmed it at all. Oh. So it, so I think like I have to wait like until the end of March or the end of April and that would be a full year of not doing anything to my beard. So that that'll be your year, right? There. That would be my year, right there. <laughs> okay. See, I'm I'm coming close too. I think I'm like mm, April, May. I think around May. That so I haven't had anything touched. Yeah, I. It's it's just like I just wanted to have it professionally trimmed and everything because they're gonna do it properly versus like me. Like, look what I just did to my head. <laughs> like, and that was from yesterday. So um, I was thinking about buying scissors, but I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a barber or anything like that. I wanna see how they're doing it and everything. And then if I think like I can possibly do it, then I might, then I'm more more likely will try to, to maintain it myself aside from just literally I'm just shaving everywhere on my face and then my neck that's all that i've been doing i have not done anything else to this thing at all um I, yeah i bought a pretty decent beard trimmer uh beginning of covid because i wanted to 
start learning how to do it myself. Um, yeah. But I haven't been super on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you and everything. So I know that we are starting to be, get to a close, you guys. Did you have anything else you wanted to share with us, um, Santino? Oh, uh, well, you know, I've just got uh, a couple other products here just with Western theme. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to kind of power through them because that's what we're going to do. We're, we're wrapping up here. So for me, when I think Western, I think leather. Like, I don't know why, like saddles, cowboy boots, all that shit. Exactly. <laughs> this is the absolute best leather scent that I have in my collection. This is the Italian leather by Nicholas Beardworks. So again, nothing particularly Western about the packaging, but the scent itself, outstanding. And then last but not least, I do have another um, product from the Bearded uh, Bastard. And this is their black beard oil that comes out. Again, it's like limited-ish. Like once every couple of months, you'll see them drop this. And it's like tobacco and a couple other weird whatever. But it has this weird like kind of old-timey apothecary smell that Hmm. for whatever reason reminds me of like old Western movies or like, um, shit, what was that Tarantino? Uh, Hateful Eight. Like... (laughs) just kind of imagine like well of course before all the killing and everything that's what the inside of that uh that shop smelled like so wow (laughs) those are my western picks you know i'm looking at the nicholas beard works that Mm -hmm. is fucking stunning are they really using wax to seal everything oh yeah yeah no like the presentation's nice and then like he ships it it's wrapped in like this like really nice like tissue that looks like old-timey newspaper and stuff like that so he definitely put some thought into his presentation okay so i did see this recently okay what the fuck is up with emu beard oil i looked up how in the world is emu beard oil extracted because i was like what the fuck what kind of exotic ingredient is this and i was like confused fat yes that's what i was thinking so it's so emu beard it is yes. bird fat, yeah. <laughs> you know what an emu is, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess what they're doing is that they're rendering the fat mm-hmm. from the emu, the bird. You know that gigantic bird, everyone? with That that can, like, hoof you with its claws and shit? Um, <laughs> like, dude, like, wh- what, what came about to make bird oil a thing? So but yeah, this is really expensive. That's $50 yeah. for that for that emu beard oil that I'm looking well, at. Well, so that's the thing. Like somewhere along the way, like all the more expensive beard care products decided they were gonna put this in there. And the thinking behind mm. it is is that the emu oil um on the surface of your skin, it really increases circulation, which promotes healthier beard growth, things like that. And that makes sense. ideally, if you have any sort of irritation sensitivity issues, it should help with that also. Uh, in practice, though, I don't find that it makes a ton of difference. Now, again, this is one of those your mileage may vary situations. Uh, so for some people, it might. I know for me, I don't notice a ton, a ton of difference to justify the price hike. Um, but mm. again, just to go ahead and go back and plug them again, if you do want to try an emu oil product that isn't ridiculously expensive, uh, broke ass beards uses emu oil in their blends. So uh, you I would recommend going with them first, just to see if you're noticing a big difference with emu oil before you start dropping, you know, 50, $60 on some of these other beard oils. Is there, that is there really there. like a big difference though from using bird oil as opposed to, hmm. uh, you know, not not really 
My um, wife just gives me this. <laughs> I, I think the thing is, you definitely do want to promote good circulation um, under your beard. Uh, right. But, I mean, mint oil does that. CBD, of course, does that. There are a lot of other oils that do that. And to me, they do it just as well for a lot less. Right. So I'm not super, super on the emu oil beard wagon. I mean, I get the thinking behind it. But it just seems like it's kind of premium for the sake of being premium. And then if you look, like straight up emu oil is not that expensive. So I don't know why, mm. like everyone agreed that, oh, once we put that in our beard products, they need to be expensive now. Like some it's ex- exotic oil or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am all about that. But I don't, I, I'm just really confused still why emu oil, unless so- like... Well, I'm looking at what Nicholas Beardworks is saying, and they're saying that their emu beard oil is triple refined, so it's like filtered three times. Um, the bird is raised organic, so there's no additives and everything. So this is like some, like the beard oil, the, I mean, not the beard oil, the bird oil is coming from Australia. So I'm assuming it's like they're paying for the import yeah, yeah, as well. And well, and that's the thing with Nicholas, um, you're going to pay a premium, but they are using like their raw ingredients are all like top, top quality. So, you know, compared to another company that may have a similar ingredients list, they're using like just the top of the line, most expensive shit. So you are Mm going to get that little bit of difference there. I don't know that triple refining your emu oil makes it any, you know, noticeably better, but it is just kind of one of those extra steps you're paying for. So, Hmm. you know, um, I'm looking at their site more and I guess that that's a registered trademark for Harry Vagabond. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, (laughs) that's interesting. I mean, good for them. Yeah. (laughs) That is hella interesting. So I think this is really awesome. And I think that we are concluding our collaboration because we've been on here for what almost two hours. Two you hours. and I, Santino, have been Just on here about, for, for yeah. about two hours. Yeah. And um, we've had Dalton on here for definitely like 90 minutes or something like that. <laughs> With that being said, you know, um, I feel like I've shared a lot of the stuff that I feel like that um, would be considered like rugged and whatnot and more on that Western theme and vibe and everything. And same with you, Santino. Thank you so much for sharing your awesome knowledge. You know, um, it's just so random, like looking at the stuff that's like up and coming and what's considered like trending, like emu beard oil. So it's just rather, it's just so <laughs> odd and everything. So you know where to find me, you guys, Greenbird555 on everything. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, which like you can if you want to, but I'm predominantly on IG and I'm mainly on YouTube. And where can we find you, Santino? I uh, find me at all the usual places. You can find me on Twitter at VAMPERSANT. You can find me on IG at Bellis and Terminal. Uh, you can find my blog at bellisandterminal.com, although I am going to be relaunching that very soon. I'm in the process mm. of uh, reworking everything. So it's going to kind of be getting oh, yeah. uh, torn down and built back up uh, pretty quickly here. But you can find me there as well. 
Well, you are doing a major revamp and I'm really excited to see all of that. I think we've all been needing a major revamp with this fucking fucked up year, 2020, <laughs> like goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, good riddance. And you know where to find us um, in terms of offbeat beards, you guys. Just follow us on Instagram. We are thinking about YouTube, but we're not really quite certain about that, but you can find us on all of the major platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, all the above. And if you guys want to check um, check out more links and whatnot, just go to our Instagram and the link is in bio and you guys can choose which one you want to listen to us on. Now, where can we find you, Dalton? And where can we find your podcasts? Uh, so I just really use Instagram, um, just kind of personal stuff. And I post a lot of weird ram- random gaming stuff, <laughs> yes. um, but that's uh, underscore salty, Dalty underscore. And then, uh, as far as the podcast, it's Jardin the mess, J A R D O N the mess. And you can find us on all the major, uh, platforms, iTunes, Spotify, um, Castbox. Um, and then we also have an Instagram that's the same Jardin the mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's starting the mess podcast. I'm not sure, but we're pretty easy to find. Awesome. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing us your little knowledge that you have in very little, um, <laughs> yes, very little knowledge in beer care, which I think is awesome and everything because yeah. like, Absolutely. I feel like a lot of, of our listeners that listen to us, they are into it or they are just getting introduced in. Right. I mean, I, like I said, I've been growing my beard for almost nine years. Um, I remember when I first saw your beard, I didn't even recognize you. I was like, is that really Dalton? I could not believe it. A lot of people do, especially with the long hair now. Yeah. Your beard was ultra, ultra wild. When I first saw a picture, like maybe like, I want to say like three, four years ago. Yeah. Three, four years ago, it was actually you know bigger than this yeah it was more wild. Pushier. yeah yeah it was really untamed <laughs> that's yeah. what, because like it covered so much of your face <laughs> okay so i think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up you guys yeah. um I, thank you so much i yeah. appreciate you guys let me jump on here and giving me the knowledge oh, oh yeah course, definitely. Definitely. So. you'll have to you'll have to check back in with us in a couple months and uh yeah just mm-hmm. let us know what you're using then and maybe we'll have an answer about the uh the longer hair oil at that point <laughs> right too. oh my god totally like <laughs> i'm sure. excited we want to have you back on here if you are yeah. willing to i'm down awesome right on. good time Excellent. So I guess we are going to get back on our horses. <laughs> and we're going to ride off into the sunset. There we go. There we go. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was funny. I know. It's like so awkward. But you just like have to do it and everything. Yeah. As corny as it, it sounds, you just got to do it. I, I like how Bird, he'll just kind of